Hello, I'm Kami Yeshirabge, and this is the Buddhism Guide podcast. You can find more podcasts, blogs, videos, and guided meditation practices on the Buddhism Guide app. Download it for free from the Apple Store and Google Play. If you enjoy the Buddhism Guide podcast and would like to support future episodes, you can do so for as little as $2 a month. Visit patreon.com forward slash Buddhism Guide for more information. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-m dot com forward slash Buddhism Guide. So we continue with the 100 verses of advice and today we'll be talking about attachment and uh, what time we should practice or when we should practice. So the first verse says, the very thing you feel attached to, let go of it. There isn't anything you need. I've spoken a lot about attachment before but I just want to go over the, the key points of attachment. So, the things we get attached to, really, is everything these days. We get attached to our phones, we get attached to the people we like, our family, our friends, we get attached to the food we eat, we get attached to our hair, we get attached to our clothes, the way we look, we get attached to all things. And the root of that, the root of why we get attached to things is because we believe we have this permanent self. So many of us have been brought up with the notion that we have a soul and this soul goes from life to life. So then we're given this notion that we have a permanent uh, independent self that will go from life to life. But in Buddhism we don't talk about a soul. In fact Buddha said there was no soul. So he's saying there is no permanent and individual soul or self. So that means that there is nothing that is permanent with us. So we're just like a flowing river, really. I mean, all our thoughts, our feelings, our emotions, our experiences, our perceptions, our bodies, everything about us, our minds, everything is constantly changing, is constantly flowing. So if we understand this then there's nothing for us to get attached to. Because just like us, everything else is also impermanent. So here impermanent means there's no uh, intrinsic self in anything. It's all made up of two or more parts. So when something is made up of two or more parts, it means it breaks down, it changes. So we know this if we look in the mirror or if we look at a photo of ourselves 30 or 20 years ago, we're completely different people. We look around us, the seasons change, the colours of the leaves change, everything is changing around us. So on one level, on an intellectual level, we know that everything is impermanent. But deep inside of us, we still have this feeling that, you know, I'm permanent and I'm here and... This is a real me and all the identities we build around this permanent self causes us to get attached to things because if we realize there is no solid I, 
then we can't say this is my phone and my house and my friend and this is my hair and my clothes and it's only because we believe that we are a solid and uh, independent thing that we say these things so the root of our attachment if we can break the root which is understanding there is no solid permanent self then we break our attachments because we'll understand there's nothing to get attached to so this doesn't mean that we should be detached from everything we're not talking about you know detaching ourselves from our belongings or detaching ourselves from other people what we're really talking about is that we're not trying to control we're not trying to hold on to these things you know we're not trying to hold on to something that is forever moving it's like we're trying to hold on to a river that is flowing how can we so you know you can buy the the latest phone great if it's what you need then great but you must know when you buy it that it won't last you know if your phone lasts three years these days then it's a good deal and the same with people people come into our lives we should enjoy them while they come into our lives and not hold on to them because you know people come into our lives people go out of our lives if you look back over your life how many people have you met and how many people have uh, come into your life and gone out of your life so many people so the signs are all there that getting attached to things is of no use to us it causes us untold mental suffering because once we hold on tightly to something when it breaks or dies or leaves us we suffer so if we just allow things to come into our life enjoy them while they're in their life and let them go when they're ready to go out of our lives then there's no suffering in that because we've enjoyed what we've had okay we knew it wouldn't last but it lasted this length of time I enjoyed it now it's moved on so there's no mental suffering there the mental suffering comes when something comes into your life and you grasp at it and you hold it tight and then when it's ready to go you're not ready to let it go because it's mine it belongs to me but it's still going to go whether you hold on tightly or not but by holding on tightly you're causing yourself so much mental suffering so with the attachment instead of just looking at the things you're attached to look at the root of why you're attached to things and you'll see the root of that is that you believe that you're a permanent solid independent self and if you can understand that you are not that then all those attachments will go and all that mental suffering that is attached to that will also go so the next verse I want to talk about is if you if first you finish what you have to do you'll never get to uh, practice practice straight away so the practice here we're talking about is like uh, really meditation practice I mean uh, yoga practice is good it's good for the mind and it's good for uh, the body and pranayama is very good also good for the mind and the body with the breath but actually the the main one here if we really want to work on ourselves is the practice of meditation 
Because it's only in meditation that we can get to know ourselves, and it's only when we get to know ourselves that then we can change. So it's saying that uh, if you wait till you finish everything before you start to do practice, then you'll never get round to practice. You hear people say that, oh yeah, I'll, when the kids are all grown, then I'll start meditating, or, or when I change my job, or when the weather gets better, or when I reach 40, or when I retire, I'll start doing meditation. But the truth of that is that how do we know we'll reach retirement? How do we know that we'll still be alive when the children leave home? Again, it takes us back to that point of us thinking that we're solid and we're permanent because we actually believe that we are going to be here when we're 60 years old or 70 years old. But we don't have that guarantee. Nobody can give you that guarantee. The only thing, there's only one thing we get a guarantee on in life is that as soon as you're born, you're heading towards death. That's the only thing you can really guarantee in your life. So... If we wait until a certain time before we start doing meditation practices or other yoga or whatever practices, then we'll never get round to those practices. It will never be a good time to reach those practices. If you look at a, a farmer, a farmer looks and when the field is ripe for planting seeds, straight away he plants the seeds. He doesn't think, okay, then I'll wait for a, another week or two. Or when he bringing his crop in, when the weather is correct and the crops are good, straight away the farmer brings them in. He doesn't wait because he knows this is the time I should be doing that. We should be like the farmer. We should be looking that this is the right time to do practice. And the right time is now. Because it's now that we can be working on our minds. If you see that all that mental suffering that we have in our life the biggest part of that suffering is coming from you. You are causing yourself all this mental suffering. So if you find a way of uh, releasing that mental suffering, it means you're going to go through life with less suffering in it. And we all want that. I mean, let's face it, everybody wants to have some form of happiness and nobody wants to suffer. So when you're looking at when should I start doing meditation? When should I start looking inward? When should I start looking at myself and looking at the things I can change? The time to do that is now. There is no other time. There is no time to wait. If you wait, you may not be here to do it and then you've missed that perfect opportunity. We have one uh, chance of life in this body here. So if we're just going to waste this time, then when it comes to our death, then we're going to regret that death. And nobody wants to be lying on their deathbed with big regret. Oh, I wish I'd have started my meditation sooner. It's too late then. Just as you're taking your last, last breath, I mean, you can't then think, oh, I should have done it. Too late. Start practicing now and practice every day. The person who's going to benefit from this practice is you. And the person that's going to stop you doing this practice, unfortunately, is also you. You're the one that's going to tell yourself, oh, I'm too busy to meditate today, or I'm too tired, or I've got too many things to do, or 
you know, maybe I'll do it tomorrow and or the next day or the next day. You know, you're the one that will benefit. It's you that's got to train your mind to sit down and go inward and start looking at why you do certain things. Why do I constantly do these things that never work out for me? I keep on doing the same concepts, the same patterns, and I keep getting the same results. Why is that? The only way we can find out about that is by looking inside, going inward. So, the time to do your practice is now. And to do it every day, and to make sure that you do it just enough time every day to work on yourself. The beginning, start the day with meditation practice. It's okay, 10-15 minutes every day is great. You don't have to do one hour. Just 10-15 minutes every day. Throughout the day, try to be as mindful as you can. Keep bringing yourself back to mindfulness. Keep bringing yourself back to the breath. Bringing yourself back to the moment. At the end of the day, just sit and reflect back over the day. What worked for me today? Because by looking at what worked, then I'll reinforce it. Then I'll act that way again. Looking at what didn't work for you. And then saying, okay, why didn't this work? How could I have acted differently? In that way, you can change. And next time this situation comes up, you can act in a different way. So by doing these practices, simple practices, 10-15 minute meditation, keep bringing yourself back to the present moment throughout the day, and then 10 or 15 minutes reflection practice at the end of the day. These simple exercises are going to change your life. They're for you. They're not for people outside of you. I mean, if you change, obviously they will benefit, but the change is going to be for you. So it's you that has to make that commitment to do these changes, to do your meditation, to do your mindfulness, and to do your reflection practices. And the last verse ties into this one quite nicely, really. It said, inside the forest, monkeys may be living happily at ease, but at the edges of the forest, the fire's closing in around them. And that's exactly what we are. We're like monkeys in the middle of this big forest and we're all swinging around and having fun and getting distracted and getting attached. And, you know, we're just swinging from uh, one desire to another desire. But yet on the outside of the forest, there's a big fire burning and it's coming closer and closer and closer. And all the time you're just swinging about, having fun, not caring about anything. And that fire and that fire will come closer. And one day, the fire will consume you. And then if you haven't then done your meditation, your mindfulness and your reflection practice, it's at that point then you're going to regret. We don't know how fast this fire is coming in on us. But we do know that the fire is there. From the moment you're born, that fire has started coming in and closing in on you. And one day, it will consume you. So, it goes back to that previous point that when is the best time to practice? It is now. When is the best time for us to understand and look clearly at do I have a permanent soul or not? Look at why do I get attached to things? Look at why do I get distracted by things? All these things we should be looking at now while this fire is coming closer and closer to us. 
By the time it's reached us, it's too late. We have no opportunity to do anything about it. So the time to do it is right now. Okay, thank you. Namaste. You can find more about this and similar subjects in my books, The Best Way to Catch a Snake, Life's Meandering Path, and Ripples in a the Stream. They're all available now on Amazon and Kindle. Could I ask you to please rate and review the Buddhism Guide podcast, as this will make it easier for others to find us. So, until the next time, thank you so much for listening, and bye.